What's up, legends? King of the Couch here, coming to you with a UFC 251 breakdown. Let's fucking get it on. That was Sunday. UFC 251 was yesterday, right? Normally, I'd like to do it on the day, but I look, I'll be honest, smashed it. Smashed the beers and then smashed some rosé. Anyway, doesn't matter. I'm going to break down the main card. It's been a while since I've done this. Uh, it honestly has. It's been such a fucking while. Um, caught a bit of the prelim action. There were some really good fights. I won't break those down, but the one I will give a shout out to, actually, it was a sensational knockout. Uh, Vulcan Uzdemir versus some other Czech Republic dude. He was new. I think it was like his debut. Or something like that. I can't remember his name. But anyway, check it out. Fold him like a fucking deck chair. And that was that was unreal. That was the main card on the prelims. But I'm going to break down the main card and then we'll do that and I'll finish up the show and then I'm going to do the regular weekly show straight after that. So we'll probably fly through these. Um, all right. Straight up, straight up. It was uh, 251. It was in Yas Island in Abu Dhabi. It was a triple title fight. Unreal card, I've got to be honest. And as everybody knows, there was a bit of a late replacement, which which arguably should have been the fight that was made initially. So it was kind of like a, a nice turn of events the way it worked. Unfortunately for Gilbert Burns, he tested positive for coronavirus. Uh, so hopefully he's doing all right. He was live tweeting through the fucking uh, UFC. He kept tweeting everything. So I'm sure he was fine. His fingers were still working in his brain. So that's good. Um, but anyway... Triple title fight. It was a huge card. It really was a huge card. So I'll go with the, uh, I'll start at the, the fight one, the woman's flyweight, which was Amanda Rebus versus the ever gorgeous Paige Van Zandt. Um, this one, <laughs> look, I and I mean this with all due respect to Paige Van Zandt. She, she's had a few good wars and things like that, but I feel like she really has been stuck around in the UFC for quite some time now because she's hot as fuck and I think that's done her a real justice, you know? So, uh, yeah, basically what I'm saying is she's hot and I don't think she'd be in the UFC if she wasn't as hot. So, uh, call me chauvinistic, that's just my thoughts. Now, she's 8-5, and five, not a great record, uh, better than my record, um, but Amanda Rebus is 10-1. I, I didn't even know who she lost to, but she's on a bit of a tear. And, uh, yeah, so look, I... <laughs> My mate was over Jordan and he loves a punt. So he's always like, what do you think? What should we do? Here's a good one. And I was like, look, man, I think put the house on Rebus. I was pretty confident about that. Paige Van Zandt was paying like $5 something to win. So look, naturally, pardon me. I'm having a little furphy Monday night. I've just gone on a massive sesh. My sister-in-law's in town. I need a drink to take the edge off. Hang on. Mm. Delicious. Um, Amanda Rebus, yeah, I, I just knew she was going to win it and it was a round one submission at like two minutes and 21 seconds. It was pretty good, actually. Uh, poor Paige has broken her arm like three times. So she has had like a long layoff in the UFC recently. Um, and Amanda just caught her with this arm bar. And it was one of those like sickening ones. I love this sport, but I, I really, the arm bars and the ones where it looks like people's limbs are going to get fucking broken, they turn me right off. I'm not really good with broken limbs and things like that. Actually, anything really medical, I don't really do too well with. So when I saw her arm, she got rolled over and it looked like it was going to snap off. Naturally, Paige Van Zandt tapped out. So that was round one. So it was pretty much went exactly like I thought it was going to go. Um, 
what's next for those two? I don't know. I don't know if Paige Vanzant will retain her position in the UFC. Her boyfriend's in Bellator, so I think there's a good chance she might go to Bellator. But um, her record's not great. But look, her looks aren't disappearing, so that's good for her. So she Dana might keep her around. We'll see. Amanda Reed was not really sure. She might touch, she might jump up and, and get another big name. So that was that. So second fight on to the woman's straw weight. This I believe. It, this is a rematch between Rose and Nama Yunus and Jessica Andrade. They, if my memory correct is correct, Rose lost the belt to Jessica. It was like one of those ones where she was kind of winning the fight. She got picked up and slammed on her head and just like, it was, look, when you see the footage, it was quite dangerous, but I mean, that's the sport, right? The whole sport's fucking dangerous. So slammed her on her head, knocked her out. She got the belt, but I'm pretty sure Jessica fought uh, Wee Li Zing. I think I've pronounced that right. And she lost the belt to her. So this is the rematch. I don't know if either of them had another fight. I think I think Rose had like a good year off, to be honest. I think she's got some mental health issues. I think I think I heard something about that. So I think she sort of took some time off to work on herself, which is perfectly acceptable. Um, but anyway, I was looking forward to this fight. I thought this was an interesting fight. The first one was a bit of a war. Uh, both these girls go pretty hard, and yesterday's fight was no um, no different. They really went hard. I had picked Jessica Andrade going into the fight, and Look, I thought it was fairly even. Um, I'll start with saying Rose won the fight. It was it was it was a decision. I can't remember if it was a split decision or I've got the stats here in front of me. I'm just looking at it. But it was a decision nonetheless. And look, for me I was on I was on the fence about about the win. I think look, Rose was pretty convincing. If you were judging the fight on who looked better leaving the fight, then Jessica should have won because she didn't look that bad. Rose's face was fucked up. It looked like she may have broken her nose. She definitely had some eye socket issue. Her left eye was like completely closed over. So she had been belted hard. Andrade is like a little fucking, I'm sorry, the sister-in-law's out there. Apologies, fucking loud mouth. Killed my train of thought there for a sec, but I'm back. Andrade is a little nuggety chick. Honestly, she looks like she could be fighting the man in bantamweight. She actually, like, uh, I got nothing against lesbians, but she's kind of like the poster poster girl for lesbianism. Like she's got a short little haircut, really, really uh, tight, uh, masculine body. Um, so she came out swinging and she hit Rose fucking hard, and it was evidenced by looking at the damage that Rose had taken in her face. But to Rose's credit, it was a, it was a really good war. It was a, it was a bit of a war to be honest. Rose got the win. And look, I think she just pipped her, but I, I don't know. I'd have to rewatch the fight back. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> quick disclaimer: sometimes with these 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 breakdowns, I am watching the fight intently. I'm also drinking beers quite intently while I'm doing this too, so my memory gets a little blurred, to be honest. So forgive me. But yeah, I think I'd have to watch it back. But look, I think Rose got it just in the end. I remember seeing the significant strikes and all that, and she did win. Or maybe I was just taken a bit by the damage that she she had taken, but. Look, it's one of those fights. They're both at the top of their game. They could meet again. I'm not really sure what's next for them. I don't know what Joanna's doing. I don't know what Zhang's doing. Um, crazy times with the COVID stuff still happening, but they're planning heaps of events. So I think you'll see these girls sooner rather than later. I reckon Rose will do a, a pretty quick return if I if I had to put my money on it. So we'll, we will see, um, see what happens for the chicks. All right, the first two fights are done. The chicks are done. On to... The three title fights. This was these were three fights I was really really looking forward to. Um, first cab off the rank was the bantamweight title. So it was a it was a vacant belt. Uh, Henry Cejudo, as we all know, was the champ, and then he's 
He's won his last fight, and he's just gone, I'm out. You know what I mean? I've had a great career. And kudos to him. I mean, he's at the top of his game. I re- Look, he gets a lot of crap, but I really like Cejudo. He's a great little, little warrior. He's been Olympic champ. God knows he fucking tells us Triple C. Uh, he's been good for the sport. He seems, like a, he seems like a nice guy. You know what I mean? He's just trying to sell some shit, make some money. I get that. You know what I mean? It's a dangerous sport. Fucking get in, get rich, get out. But he left the, he left the division, so it was, you know, it was vacant now. So... To me, there was quite a few people that could have put their hand up and fought for this. I, I look rankings wise, which I, I, I get the rankings, but I also think they mean shit nowadays because you know sometimes fucking personalities sell fights more than the rankings actually do. So I believe Al Jermaine Sterling should have been in this fight. He should have been fighting for the vacant belt. He's probably already one fight overdue fighting for the belt to be honest. But anyway, I believe he'll be fighting the winner next. So. Is of course with Peter Yarn versus Jose Aldo. So let's just say it up front. Both killers in their own right. Aldo, legend of the sport. He's had a long, long, long career. I mean, he was the fucking featherweight champion for 10 years, I believe it was. Um, then he lost to Connor. People sort of remember him for that, unfortunately. Like me, you know, I I, I picked Connor to win. I wanted him to win. I love it. I was, I was, I'm a Connor dick rider, you know, but. He is a legend of the sport, and 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 you know he come back, and I think he's probably had fucking more fights than Connor since he has has since Connor beat him, you know, like just. But you know he's had the two wars with Max Holloway. He's had a couple others. I know he just fought uh, another another dude at Bantamweight. God, it escapes me. But you know he he must have had a five or six fights since then. To be to be fair, since Connor beat him, so he's still on the horse. He's still going well, and this is his second fight at Bantamweight now. People worry about Aldo and his weight cut, but this is the this is the second fight he's actually had a nutritionist, and I believe this is this is my opinion that his body looks better at 135 than it ever did at 145. He's cut like a fucking diamond. I mean, the guy is his back is like a roadmap. It's disgustingly good. He looks cut. He looks awesome. But it's just it, you can see it makes a difference. Besides them cutting a whole bunch of weight the the unhealthy way. Or having a proper nutritionist and dieting down. Like, he looks good. He looks healthy. He, I haven't seen him... A couple of times I've seen him weighing for featherweight. Look looked like I was going to fucking die on the scales. And he hasn't looked like that at bantamweight, which is good. So I feel like he'll have another few fights at bantamweight. I think he's found a new home there. Um, and he was fighting an absolute killer in this fight. So it was always going to be a hard ass. And he's fighting Peter Yarn. Peter Yarn is 15-1. and one, And he's had some unreal wins. Um, my pick going into this fight, I had picked Peter Yarn to win this fight. And fuck me dead. I must have had a crystal ball because he won. Look, it was a good fight. It was. I really enjoyed this fight. Out of, oh, I'll say this up front. Out of all the fights of the title fights, this was my favorite one. I've got to be honest. Um, it was a bit back and forth there for 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 a minute. They both hit so fast and so hard. You clearly see that. Two little dudes just just fucking really going hammer and tongs, and they landed a few good shots on each other. Uh, round one, I think, was fairly fairly sort of um, close. You know, it was a bit like that. It was give and take. I, I I thought anyway. Again, I'd had a lot of beers, but as the fight sort of went on, Peter Yarn sort of just started to get the better of him. I can't remember the exact round it was, but he had. Um, he got out. He got Aldo in the ribs. I, I believe he, he might have broke a rib. He, he was on the ground. He hit him with a fucking hard strike, and you saw Aldo wince in pain. And I was like, oh shit! And I don't think it was a side his liver was on, to be honest. So I think he might have got him in a sore rib. Maybe he had a pre-existing rib injury. Who knows? Um, but it definitely hit a sore spot. That sort of was a pretty for me. That was a bit of a turning point. You know, the judges saw it. Everybody saw it. Anyone that was watching the fucking fight saw it. 
Now, looking at the stats, the significant total strikes, it really sort of got away there for uh, for Peter Yarn. I, I can't remember the exact round that it was really clear that it turned, but honest to God, when, when Peter Yarn got on top of Aldo, and this happened a few times in the fight, he... He just looked really devastating. Like he, he, you could see that he was hitting Aldo quite hard. Now, when they were calling the fight, and I will say this, I and look, Aldo, as I said, Aldo is a fucking warrior. You know, the guy doesn't. He wants to go out on his sword, and you know, he doesn't want to bitch it out. But there was a couple of times, I believe, leading up to when they called the fight, that they could have called it prior because he was clearly not really defending himself but he was definitely getting punched in the head and he was still with it but it was like oh fuck man how much more abuse can you take you know is this does the ref need to jump in now the refs make some fucking awful calls just across like all sports they make some awful fucking calls but like if 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 i think mark goddard might have been the ref i don't know but he if he called it you know 20 seconds prior to when he did we would have been hearing oh he's called it too too soon aldo's you know He's all good. He's come up breathing. When he called it, when he called it, it was probably the right timing in that respect, you know, that everybody that was watching it goes, yeah, look, maybe a bit too late, but he was definitely done. Even Aldo himself would have gone, yeah, thanks for that. Like, I knew I was definitely out. And you could sort of see that there was there was that moment of, like, respect from Aldo to the ref and vice versa where he, they sort of just looked at each other. He's like, yeah, look, I, didn't, I was never going to tap, you know, from punches, but thanks very much for that because I, that motherfucker was not getting off my back. Um, but Jan just absolutely mauled him there in the fifth round. And it was good. A well-deserved win. Um, for me, Aldo will probably get another fight at Bantamweight and see where he goes after this. I mean, I like Bantamweight. Bantamweight is probably it's one of my favorite divisions at the moment to watch. They've got a few exciting fighters. I mean, Cody Nolov's come back off that huge knockout. You've got Sugar Sean. He's still high up in the rankings. He's still got to cut his teeth a bit. Um, but there's some absolute killers up there. What's next for Peter Jan? He has to fight Aljamain Sterling. That's the fight to make. If Aljamain doesn't get the title fight next, ah, the rankings mean absolute bullshit. But you've still got a few killers up there, you know? So Marias has thrown his name back in the mix. He took a bit of time off after the Aldo fight. Um, I think you've got... Uh, fuck, who else is there? Look, Cejudo's retired, but uh, he may come back. Who knows, you know? Um, there's a few guys there. Cody Nolov's thrown his name back in the in the ring. Dominic Cruz is still there. Um, there's a few people there. So we will we will see what happens. But, yeah, look, I'd like to see Peter Yarn and Aljamain Sterling fight before the year's out, sooner rather than later, because I think that's a, a very, very good, interesting fight at Bantamweight. Me a fucking barn burner. All right, that's the first, that's the first title about out of the way. Let's move us on to the co-main. This is the featherweight. So we got hometown hero Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Blessed Holloway. This was a rematch. This was a straight rematch. I can't remember when they last fought, but it was a little while ago. Now, I will go back because that first fight for me, look, I like, I, lo- I really like Max Holloway and I really like Alex Volkanovsky. I like them both. Let me say that out front. Volk is an absolute killer and he's got a great record, 22 and 1. And Holloway is just, you know, he's already he's already a legend of the sport, you know, and he's going to keep going. I can see he's going to be fighting for another five, ten years at least. He's sort of one of those guys that, like, he's just going to get better and better and better. And this is just a minor setback in his story. So I'll go back to their first fight first because <laughs> let's paint this fucking picture up for you. I, <clears throat> call me crazy, I didn't think Alex Volkanovsky was that, how do I how do I sum this up? I didn't think he he beat him definitively. Uh, you know what I mean. 
when I see a, someone with a belt, right, I I like to see them, if they're not getting KO'd and they're not getting choked out, I like to see them get beat pretty convincingly. Uh, to, an example of that would be when Cody No Love beat Dominic Cruz. Went the distance, but it was a convincing, unanimous decision. Um, when Usman versus Tyron Woodley happened, same thing. So that's the way I like to see it. If they're going to take a belt on points, let's go and take it, like really fucking take it on points, you know? So that's where my head was at. That's the way I think with these with these title fights. Fast forward to the fight that happened yesterday. It was pretty much like almost like a mirror image of that first fight. I do think that Volkanovski fought a better fight this time around, but I also think that Max Holloway fought a better fight this time around as well, if that fucking makes sense. The fight was maybe a bit more interesting than the first fight, but they sort of hadn't then known their roles. It was really hard. I, I honestly thought on the scorecards that Max Holloway beat him 3-2. to two. I just thought that maybe going into those last four or five rounds that, that Volkanovski was a bit more convincing. He was a bit more thorough in those last two rounds, whereas Max, he sort of has this thing, he's a bit of a, not a mimicking fighter, but he sort of peppers his uh, his his opponents, and then he sort of winds up from the peppering. I mean, go back and watch the Brian Ortega fight. That's a good example of him just absolutely piecing Ortega up. So he sort of winds it up as he's going on. Max is a freaking cardio machine, and so is Volkanovski for that matter. So these guys at round five, you're going, it's like round one for them. They could, they could go another fucking five rounds. And it kind of was that fight where you wish it was like a 10 rounder, you know, wish it was like boxing rounds. Like, let them just go until one of them falls over because I I really didn't, I didn't want to be the judges in this instance. And Look, there was a lot of people out there saying it was robbery for Holloway. He should have won. I don't know. I don't know. It's the kind of fight that, like, it ended and you think, fuck, there needs to be another round or there needs to almost be another fight. Now, I'm not I'm not campaigning for the immediate rematch. I don't want a third fight just yet. They will fight again. I can see them fighting again. But Volk's got to go have another fight or two or three, and so is Holloway, or, you know, or two or three, and then come back because it's boring watching the same people fight over and over and over. Especially when they figured each other out, you know, and I feel like they're even, they're very different fighters, but they're very, very evenly matched. And I think if they fought again in six months or a year's time, they would have it the exact same result. You'd probably see Volkanovski again get the win because I don't think Holloway would get a, a, a definitive points win over him. That's just my take on their two fight skills. So I think they'd like to go and fight a few other people, forget about each other, and then come back if Volk is still the champ and Holloway's still on the tear. So, yeah, look, I think just Volkanovski might have just got it. And I'm saying that because I don't think Max Holloway did enough to win the belt like that. If he had won all five rounds, then yes, definitely would have should have got the belt. But it'd be, a, yeah, it was one of those weird fights where it was fucked that it went to, pardon me, it was fucked that it went to points, but it always looked like it was going to go to points. They obviously have iron chins because I don't think either of them have ever been knocked out and I can't see either of them ever being knocked out by each other, let alone other people in division. So mm. what's next for Volkanovski? Um, there's a few fighters I'd like to see him fight. Uh, a Josh Emmett fight would be good. I'd like to see um, him fight. The Korean Zombies called him out. I'd like to see that fight. I'd really like to see him fight Brian Ortega. I don't even know. Let me just pull up featherweight rankings right now. Um, I... Don't know who else is at the top. Let me just... I've lost me bloody trainer. Lost me bloody trainer thought here. Where are you for fuck's sake? Um, all right, here we go. Ah, yes, cool. So you got Zabit 
Brian Ortega, Crean Zombie, yeah, Rodriguez, Calvin Catter, Josh Emmett, Frank Yeager, Jeremy Stevens, the list goes on. Uh, for me, who I'd like to see Volk fight next, probably, shit, Zabit or Brian Ortega or the Korean Zombie. Those those are two, three, four in the ranking. So they, any one of those deserves it. Um, I think probably Zabit will get the fight because they're looking at making Brian Ortega and Korean Zombie. For the life of me, I don't think that fight's going to happen for whatever reason. So I think maybe one of those guys will potentially jump Zabit to get it, but we don't know. So I think you'll see... I honestly think Volk might fight Zabit or Brian Ortega next, and we'll see what happens there. As for Holloway, I think he might even fight Zabit next if, if he's not fighting for the belt, or he might even get the Korean Zombie or Yeo Rodriguez. We will see what happens, but... Yeah, the top ten is very, very good. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens next. Again, I'd like, uh, I'd like a fast sort of turnaround uh, on this fight. Now, takes me to the main event, the showstopper. Kamara Usman, the fucking Nigerian nightmare versus Jorge Masvidal, Street Jesus. All right, so this was the fight. This was the fight. Everybody wanted this fight. Everybody was fucking banned for this fight's blood for for a long time uh it seemed like Jorge was getting fucked around by the UFC and pay and things like that and he wanted his worth you know which kudos to him like get it quick drink <sighs> I'm patched um as I said earlier early early in the potty Kamara Usman was meant to fight Gilbert Burns Gilbert Burns came off that awesome, awesome mauling of Tyron Woodley, much like Kamara Usman had done. Um, that was the fight was made, which I thought was kind of premature, to be honest, for Gilbert Burns. No offense to him. Like, he's a great fighter, but there was a few other people there that maybe could have jumped him, but we'll see. That That's just where the fight game goes. I think it was probably because of, like, the UFC and the numbers game with Masvidal and maybe Colby, to be, to be frank. But anyway, I said Burns got COVID-19. He's out. Who gets the call? Fucking Street Jesus. And this is the fight that every motherfucker wanted to see. We, we, This was it. This was what made the card. This is what should have been in the works. It should have happened a few months ago, but it didn't. Now, ooh, I disclaimer, I like both these fighters in different ways. Um, I like Kamara Usman. I actually met Kamara Usman when we were in New York. He seemed like a top bloke, seemed like a good guy. Uh, overcome a lot of adversity, you know, like coming from Nigeria and things like that. And let's just put it out there: a lot of there's a lot of really good African fighters in the UFC. Usman, obviously, Francis Ngannou, Stylebender, to name a couple. There's a few more. Just go and fucking check the rankings. But there's there's going to be a rise of African fighters. They're they're fucking tenacious motherfuckers. So, but. He's a wrestler, right? And it's the most dominant style of fighting in the UFC. It also is the most boring style of fighting in the UFC. And that, look, I'm not a wrestling fan. I'm a WWE fan. Bring that shit on. Give me a stunner, a pedigree, a fucking tombstone any day. The old Greco-Roman wrestling, a little bit boring to watch, but it is highly effective. Now, Jorge Masvidal, the guy is like a proper fighter. You know what I mean? When you look up fighter in the dictionary, you see a prop, you see a photo of Jorge Masvidal. I mean, everybody knows where he's at now but he came from literally fighting in backyards i think like his his old school claim to fame was fighting kimbo slice for like two grand in someone's backyard so that just sort of paints the picture of how much he is a fighter you know what i mean and if he left the ufc tomorrow i still think he'd find fights somewhere he's just it's in his blood he's interesting to watch fighting he's got a great style uh, he took this fight on like six days notice so he probably was training but it, you know still not enough time to get to, to really get prepared for a fucking high level wrestler like Usman um but like G took it unreal you know they both got 
smashed with the COVID-19 testing. He can't, he can't, he reckons he cut like 20, 20 pounds, which is pretty high for like a week. But it was always going to be a big ask for him to beat Usman. I had my hopes high though, and I, I had backed uh, Masvidal. Um, I don't think I said it for the co-man, sorry. I, I'll just disclaimer, I did I did uh, put my money on Volkanovski to win, so that came good. So I, I, think I, I think I left it out. I just wanted to get back there. I... Wanted Jorge Masvidal to win. Uh, I think it would have been better for the division. Um, again, nothing against Kamara Usman. I mean, he's 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 going to be a great champ. I can see he's going to be a long reigning champ for for quite some time. But I like Masvidal. He's been like fighting forever. He's got like thirty five and fourteen as his record or something like that. It's ridiculous, you know. But it is what it is, right? So, all right, six days notice, we go into the fight. I had Masvidal winning this fight. Look. It was it was somewhat of a close fight, you know what I mean? They they it looked even in some parts, but then it really looked like Kamara Usman was was way too strong for Huawei, and it was. I think both of them struggled a bit with their gas tanks. They both looked like they were out of breath in parts, especially Huawei Masvidal. But but like professionals, they kept going. Um, again, the fight sort of got away from from. Masvidal there in the end. Kamara was just so dominant, and this is what I mean about the wrestling. It's the it's the most dominant and and winning style within within MMA, right? I think that that's a, like an actual fact, but it is the most boring to watch. Basically, you just got some big strong motherfucker with these massive arms and legs just hanging off you, holding you down, grinding you like absolutely dry humping you all over the octagon, and that's. He, look, he didn't. I wouldn't say he definitely didn't ragdoll Masvidal, but you could see that the strength was a problem for for Masvidal, you know, in the gas tank. I think on on a different. Uh, if 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 Masvidal knew he was going to have this fight twelve weeks ago or three months ago, whatever it is, um, it it could have been a different ending, and I think it would have been a different ending. I think it would have been a different style of fight. I think we would have seen much more of a Kamaru versus Colby fight, you know, where it was a bit more standing and banging. Masvidal has come in on late notice, so he's had to do what he can do. Kamaru, technically, he's come in on late notice too for, for Masvidal because he's training for he was training for Burns, you know. So he's gone back to his roots, which is wrestling. <sighs> that all being said, it was a great fight. It was a high level fight, but it was it was a pretty boring fight. It was it was a bit lackluster in a way because of the wrestling. I know people are disappointed by that. Like we're all bloodthirsty psychopaths, you know, that watch this sport, so we want to see standing, trading, banging, feet clattering fucking cheekbones so that didn't happen but look it is what it is i believe these two will fight again soon enough i really do i think that's going to happen um as for what's next for for old kamara usman i mean you probably think that he's going to take that gilbert burns fight and uh, they might even fight again in december again i'd like to see an act i like seeing active champs but you know, it's a long time between this. So he's fought once this year. He may not fight again until December, potentially even next year. Uh, I think Gilbert Burns gets the fight. I'd also like to see maybe Leon Edwards get that fight. Um, those are the two I think are running for the belt next, you know. What's next for Masvidal? Jesus Christ, anything, because he's that sort of fighter. I'd like to see him fight Colby Covington. I think that'd be a great fight. They've got a bit of history as friends. Now they're, they're enemies. They're fucking frenemies. God knows what's going on behind closed doors there. I think they'd make for an interesting fight. The build-up would be funny as as well. And I think there'd be, a, unless they're putting this on, there'll be a genuine hate leading up to this. Um, of course, the notorious one, Conor McGregor, has announced his retirement. But 
him and Masvidal would be a great fight too. Again, the build-up is fun. These are fun fights, and the way they fight is fun. So we will see. Um, what I'd like to see next is probably Kamara Usman fight Gilbert Burns and or Leon, Leon Edwards, one of those two. I think Burns will get it, and I think Colby Covington will fight Jorge Masvidal, or Masvidal might, may even fight Leon Edwards because they've had a bit of history as well where, where Masvidal punched him back uh, backstage. If you want to see that footage, jump on YouTube uh, and go and fucking check it out. Anyway, that was UFC 251. The card was probably 6-7 out of 10, I've got to be honest. Not the greatest card that the UFC have put on lately because they've been absolute fucking bangers. I will say, just a disclaimer, they've been fighting a lot of the UFC PI in Las Vegas, and it's a 25-foot octagon. Now, the big ones is normally 30-foot. Five feet doesn't seem like much, but I tell you what, it's making a difference in these fights. If you've been watching it closely like I have, it's it's making a fucking difference. So I don't mind them running it back on the 20 foot, 20 foot, uh, 25 foot octagon. I reckon they should do that a bit more. But anyway, I think we've got another event on this week, another event on next week, another event on the week after that, all on Yas Island. So I don't even know who's coming up next. But anyway... It was it was fun. It was fun. I love the UFC. My mate came around, we got to have some beers, made some lovely pizzas, and we had a bloody good giggle while we were doing it and watching a few fun fights. Anyway, UFC 251, it's done. Watch the fights next weekend. King of the Couch, I'm out.